0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome in. This is LOTL, and this is episode 131. And on tonight's episode, we get everything started with the catch-up. Not Jimmy this week, as he's still on assignment, but Jordan takes the reins this week, so we get caught up on stuff. After that, we get into some Browns talk, and we talk about the Browns and Steelers game again, as Ryan was not on the post-game show this week. As he was also on assignment, he fills us in on on, uh, his goings-on. Uh, We talk about Baker as our poll of the week, and we ask where you're at with Baker right now. Um, We also preview the Browns-Bengals matchup for this Sunday. And then quickly, we give our World Series predictions. After that, Jordan talks about some shoe stores that he uh, was at this past week, and he gives his reviews and some cool aspects about that. And to tie it all in, our top five this week, we talk about our top five favorite sneakers of all time. And then we end the episode with a new segment that we're going to have for the next two months as Cleveland Scene has come out with their best of for 2020. And this week we break down the category of best pizza in Cleveland. So that was fun. But we get everything started with the beer of the week. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the all things Cleveland podcast. With your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. right let's do it beer of the week here we go another episode uh coming to you from the lotl studios if you'd like to sponsor the lotl studios uh follow us on social media at the lotl podcast send us a dm and uh let's talk let's do lunch slide in our dms yeah anyway beer of the week (laughs) An OG Oktoberfest. We are getting closer and closer to Halloween. We are getting closer and closer to the end of spooky season, unfortunately. Oh. Um, so we're going with another uh, Oktoberfest, and this is one of the OGs. Great Lakes Brewing Company's Oktoberfest. Very tasty.
1: You know, i, I got to like be it. honest. That's a lot smoother and better Isn't it? tasting than I remember.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's... I liked it. Um, I'm interested to hear what Ryan thinks since... Uh... It's definitely beer. Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: about all I have to say. It's a beer. It's wet. It's got alcohol in it. You rang?
1: All
3: right. I don't know.
0: So uh, Great Lakes Oktoberfest is a uber <laughs> smooth with vibrant malt flavors and a festive flourish of noble hops. Uh, Lederhosen not included. So those those are actually which up to is water. a crime. But yeah, absolutely. There's not there's not much better than a good pair of hose. I'll say. Um, if you hear that noise, that's a little ASMR uh, uh, <laughs> six pack handling I, right there. Again, for the OnlyFans account. We oh, okay, Jordan.
1: Payton, Patreon members. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying that
0: until until we have an OnlyFans Patreon's account. Patreon's fine. No, we're never getting an OnlyFans <laughs> account. That's not that's not what we're about. This is hey, a family speak show. For yourself. Yeah. What if we actually made <laughs> L-O-T-L money?
1: L O T L After that. Dark. What Let's if we made it. money off of me <laughs> drinking beer?
0: Just the noises of it. Um, I would feel really bad about that. And would probably try and give them their money back because that's and – You'd be exploiting ask, like the, the – and, the, and, the, and ask them to use that money to seek help. You,
1: yeah, exactly. You'd be exploiting several people that just are like I was gonna say, not I mean, in a good spot.
0: Yeah. I mean, who – never mind. Okay, know. anyways. We're uh, going down a road here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Oktoberfest from Great Lakes. Uh, let's go around. Oh, also, Jimmy – uh, out again this week, still on that assignment, man. I'll tell you what, Mm-mm. that is one of the longest book reports, I think, <laughs> in the history of modern times. Uh, so we'll hopefully get Jimmy back next week. Uh, Ryan is back from his assignment. What up? Uh, how was that? Your your book report, obviously not as long <clears throat> and That as was great. inclusive.
2: That was great. So I spent a little bit of time uh, back up in New England. So I, I know I've referenced it before for those Boo. who haven't heard it. I'm not a fan of any other of sports teams. They're all obnoxious, <laughs> just monsters. But I will say they do potty wicket hot. They potty this. hot. <laughs> uh, Northern New England, so specifically Vermont, Maine, and New Hampshire, is easily one of my favorite, you know, places that I've ever lived, visited, whatever. So I used to live in New Hampshire. Did that for about three years, and I went with uh, a good friend of mine, Kyle, and his wife Kathy, okay. and, and uh, listener of this show, by the way. So shout out my guy. Shout out. They have a long drive home, so they better be listening to this on the way back. That's right. Um, and Jen, obviously, came with me as well. So the four of us nah, went she up. She Yeah, she was there. <laughs> she so was there. Did a couple nights in Burlington, Vermont, and did a couple nights up in uh, north, north central-ish New Hampshire. Drank a lot of beer that was not... Um, Octoberfest, tons of IPAs, tons of sours. I was gonna say
1: I saw a lot of sours on your stories. I definitely I, had. I recognize uh, those little glasses they come in. Sours. Yep,
2: <laughs> and I will be bringing. So next week I'm gonna be bringing uh, a, a couple varieties oh, for us to sample. Some sweet We're doing a, so the Vermont edition. We're gonna go up. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get a little New Englandy with the beer. It's gonna be uh, mostly IPAs, but there is a little bit of sour. That I'll be able to bring with me, so that, that should be fun. And Did yeah. you
0: have any chowder?
2: No chowder, not a, not a chowder guy. No, no, I'm really not. Yeah, I the think not, the red I would, or the white? Not really either. If I'm <laughs> gonna do it, I would probably go white, but I'm not a big I'm not a big. I was chowder going guy. for a movie quote there. Yeah, what uh, what about lobster? I did not. My Kyle and Kathy just – I looked – They just got two lobster rolls within like oh, 12 dude. hours like, each. Lobster so they rolls. So So yeah, stayed, so they okay, stayed up there. So okay. Jen and I – Lobster rolls are so good. For, yeah, I've never oh, had one. Love, oh. love a good lobster roll. Now, do you like it cold in mayo or do you like it warm with the butter? Because I'm, I'm warm with butter.
0: I think I've only had it warm with butter.
2: <sighs> I'm not big on like a lobster salad, <laughs> like mayo dressed. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's not my – Yeah, I mean, I,
0: if it – I don't – I don't know if I would like it with the mayo. I, I think I think I could eat one cold, like lobster cold. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you slather, I'm not a big mayo guy to begin with. But you slather a bunch of mayo on there. Why so
1: can't you just put a little butter on that uh, on the cold, cold lobster? I mean, you could.
0: I mean, you could. Could. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm I just not, prefer it warm. Yeah. I don't like a lot. I'm of not like, big into it, so I'm not like a connoisseur.
1: Well, I feel like what you're describing is more of like like a salad, almost like
2: yeah, a trap Yeah, here. okay. Yeah, I'm just
1: not crazy. It's about not it. just mayo, though, is it? Or
2: is no, it? there's probably some other stuff in there. Oh, I don't right. actually know because I never. Cause if did it's it. just yeah, mayo, I, never, yeah. I, I guess I don't really know because yeah. I, I had it like one time, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing yeah. that again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love I love it up there. We pretty much just spent you know three or four days going hiking and drinking beer, huh? It was gorgeous. I mean it's fall in New England again, it's spectacular. So that was a lot of fun and we did um Veggie Tales
1: has a song about that. Going to Boston in the fall. Do they
2: really? Yeah. yeah. Pirates not, don't not do a veggie anything tale guy. So. Pirates who don't do anything. <laughs> Shout out to all my um, Veggie Tale. Potty peaks.
1: Wicked hard. Did yep. you uh I assume you went to a lot of breweries or checked lot of out? breweries.
2: Oh yeah. A lot of breweries. A yeah. lot of great uh we found this beverage warehouse that was in Ooh. um no, that was Colchester. Uh, I believe r- right outside of Burlington, mm. and it—I was like a kid in a candy store. It was—they had to literally drag me out of there because I—I <laughs> I don't know if anybody, and if you follow me on my personal Instagram, I posted a photo of like fifteen different beer cans all stacked on one another. I was—I just grabbed. You could like, crack, yeah, I saw that, You could yeah. like break apart six packs in that the whole place. So it's really cool. They sell them by oh, the single, nice, or you could yeah. buy uh, six packs, or you could just buy straight up cases. And so I was just—I I spent. I think we probably got like 12 beers. and I think it was like over 50 bucks. It was it was pretty remarkable what I spent on beer. But just a ton of... Uh, I'm on
0: live on Instagram right now. Jimmy goes, sup, babes. Sup, babes. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, Jimmy. Um, you should yeah. be working on your assignment, Jimmy. Yeah,
2: book report time. Yeah, come on. Uh, but yeah, it was great. A lot of hiking. Uh, played some disc golf for the first time. Ooh, love, love disc I've golf. I've never played before. I'm awful. <laughs> I'm really bad. And Jen, Fantastic. not any better. Oh. Uh, it was really cool because these these people, like, literally, they just, it was, I think it was like five bucks. And it was just honor system, drop your money in a bucket. But what was cool is they just literally built it on, like, the side of this mountain on their property. So we're just, like, zigging and zagging up and down this mountain. And, There's a couple uh, courses around here, actually. I've never gone, but I'm absolutely going to go get some discs. Yeah. So we should uh, we should play sometime. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a good time. Good to get away, good to unplug, and mostly just be outside and drink beer, which is usually Shout out to uh, my favorite thing. Steve
0: Stefano, our uh, post-game show uh, co-host. He says he sucks at Frisbee. So he's right there with you, Ryan. Yeah, I'm Shout out, absolutely Steve. terrible. What
1: about Frisbee Golf or Ultimate Frisbee? Mm-hmm. Frisbee
0: Golf. Oh, okay. Frisbee Golf. I'm, I'm
1: decent
2: at Ultimate only because I'm fast and I can run and catch it. But if it's my turn to throw it, I you're screwed. I'm really bad. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, hey, thanks well, for thanks yeah. for telling us uh, about
1: your assignment. Yeah.
2: And on and, uh, that note, this beer is not good. Oh God, I don't wow, like really? this. Really? I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm not. I'm not
1: gonna argue it. But like, I'm kind of blown away. You You just think this is not good. Like to me, this is pretty classic. Is it again
0: the style, or it's just the style? I have
1: yeah. no no disrespect. I don't think it's bad quality. I I, I guess I'm being a bit dramatic.
2: Yeah. I just, it's just if I he just it, hates the facts. When if we you bring told me October like, hey, fest, you
1: can have this, or you could just not have beer, I would just say I don't. Bro, want beer. it's I. I understand. I like you love sours. Yeah, I hate. I, I never had a sour I like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've probably had a couple that I liked. Ish, you can tolerate. But maybe. like, if I had the choice between that and any other style, I'm probably picking another style. You it's know,
2: like, I just I keep going back to it, hoping like, yeah, maybe this will be the time you like it. And every time I take
1: a drink, I'm just like, well, nah. Whenever you're ready to not be discriminatory against fest just let us know. Really
2: Really trying? <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's, let's read uh, it.
1: Yeah. Oh. So let's start with uh uh, uh Mr. uh yeah, Russian uh, judge over frowny here. pants. I don't know, like four one. Oh geez, okay. Oh
0: right. Whoa. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm uh <laughs> I'm trying to pay attention to continue to do the Instagram live here and then I just like four seconds later it hit me that you just gave it a 4-1. Like, <laughs> <"Womp."> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh Okay, and you wouldn't bite again. No. Um, oh. <laughs>
1: uh, I really like this batch of Oktoberfest. I think this is the first Great Lakes Oktoberfest I've had all year. Possibly. Possibly not. Um This is really good. I don't know. It's just a full multi like flavor i don't even know what what are the other flavors in there malt like malt it's a very malty flavor maybe sadness caramel. Almost. Car- <laughs> <Sadness>. it almost <laughs> i almost tastes like caramel notes or something oh absolutely yeah yeah absolutely shout yeah. out uh, to
0: john passo yeah uh, we're trying to Teach, we're trying our, to we're trying to get trying to up our yeah. game on describing beers uh but, oh yeah absolutely caramel notes uh
1: a little nutty a tad nutty. Yeah. like just a twinge nothing crazy well, here's, so it says, um, uh, and it's the Mars it style. It says,
0: "Prost!" Our take on this st- classic German style is a celebration of maltiness, packed with rustic, autumnal flavors, mm. to put a little more oomph into your umpapa. Oh, that's fantastic! I love that umppapa. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> Everybody likes good umppapa. All
1: right, uh, this might seem a little outlandish, but I really enjoyed this, and I'm going to give this batch this year an 8.0 whoa like i'm not getting this is legitimately delicious wow i i do not remember their oktoberfest tasting this good
0: wow so Man. i feel like i have to shout out great lakes with the with the good batch this year mm-hmm.
2: um that's your third highest score ever yeah <clears throat> since we've been tracking at least <laughs> i
0: actually really like this too um i agree with you it's very uh very smooth um, it's really drinkable. I don't know what Ryan's talking about, but yeah. hey. I mean, just, if it's
2: drinkable, if you mean like it's liquid and you can get it down, <laughs> then yeah. yeah. It's edible. It's <laughs> drinkable to me too. It's not, <laughs> um,
0: I'm not going to go quite as high as Jordan. I uh, yeah, got excited. <laughs> I feel like if you're a beer and you get into the eights, it's like one of your yeah, favorite beers. I
1: shouldn't have done that, but uh, I did. You did it.
0: It sticks <laughs> now. Uh, I'm going to go 7.3. Okay. Um, I think it's really good. I don't know where that lands on my list of, ratings uh where that puts it but I think it's really good um Great Lakes Oktoberfest has always been one of my favorites uh as far as Oktoberfest go um Oktoberfest is not my favorite style of beer but since we're in the fall season um I, I do really enjoy it uh well oh yeah so 7.3 for me and I at at this time of the year I yes would um get it again especially if it's going to be like this batch yeah this this I feel like could be a really great beer to drink around the fire. Yeah. Um so that uh that's how I rate it. All right. Let's do it. All right, let's move and move right along here. And uh we're gonna do the catch-up this week. We didn't do it last week. Jimmy's on assignment. Usually the catch up is with Jimmy. This week Jordan's gonna take a stab at it. So take, take it away, Jordan. It. Uh <clears throat> all right, so
1: Got some interesting stuff. Let's get let's get started with kind of a, on a not-so-funny note, an unfortunate incident happened in Akron. Uh, I think, at, well, Summit County. I don't know where that is, actually. But Summit County Undercover Investigation busts human trafficking operation. Whoa. So I guess there was a small unit going on over there. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to go through any names. There's about five people involved. One of the, the man of the four women that were involved, there was four women and a man, he is charged with promoting prostitution. So I assume he was sort of the one that was like the pimp or whatever. Uh, three Whoa. of the... well, you're coming out swinging, man. Yeah, this is I heavy stuff. Well, I, I'm bringing this up for a reason and I'll oh, sure. uh, explain in a second. Sure, sure. Three of the four women have filed for... Um, uh, so there's a they can file for victim... Uh, there's a, some sort of clause or some sort of thing where they can be filed as a victim, okay. Which is one step and hopefully many coming soon to not look at these type of women as criminals but as as victims. Um, because traditionally in the past, prostitution has always been assumed that Got oh, it. they're just trying to you know what, right. They're just yeah. and I'm not going to get into that debate, but I'm but in these type of situations, especially since the three women you know, filed to be viewed as victims. I don't know the official terminology, but um, I'm assuming that they were doing this not of their own choice. Yeah. Uh, That's usually how that goes. Um, So, yeah, it's really unfortunate. I bring this up because, unfortunately, the Cleveland, Toledo, Dayton area are actually a big hotbed for uh, trafficking. Yeah. Cleveland's had many busts, especially in like Lorraine and areas like that. So it's unfortunate. And then
0: you go back to like when when the RNC was here in 2016. yeah. That kind of yeah. I mean, oh, obviously, any time of, a convention yeah. comes, it's just awesome yeah. So
1: that. it's unfortunate to hear. Um, I'm happy to hear that they hopefully that guy can be put away and that lady, if she was the other lady, if she was also kind of pimping out, hopefully uh, they can be put away for a while, um, and the three women can get the help that they need. But yeah, it just it's it's not a very fun topic to talk about for the catch-up, But just kind of wanted to remind ourselves that this goes on and to just be aware of that. Right. You know. um, yeah. Yeah. Any it's tough. Any other thoughts on that? If not, we can move on to some more. Uh, more. No, happy I mean. Things. Yeah,
2: I mean, Ohio really, it, it's really sad, but it is Ohio Surprisingly, You wouldn't think it, right? One, for us, because we live here, it's our own backyard. And mm. for people outside of Ohio, it's just, it's unassuming, right? You wouldn't think that it yeah. happens. You're like, yeah. the Arnold Classic in Columbus is one of, like, every single year, it's one of the most highly yeah. human trafficked events, like, anywhere.
1: There's, there's a lot, I've talked about it before, where I've actually interviewed DeWine um, a long time ago. I'm sorry, it wasn't DeWine. It was his assistant, whoever his assistant was at the time mm-hmm. when he was attorney general, whoever his assistant was. Um, and he was in really making a big push to stop the trafficking going on. He started changing some of the laws, if I'm correct, as yeah. well, in the state. And he's still big. Yeah, I mean, he's still yeah, big. Yeah, 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 but, um And one thing that his assistant told me was that Cleveland has a big problem, and he's like, it's not what you think. He's, he said there's a lot of wealthy to-do businessmen in the city and police officers and, and, and supposedly stand-up citizens that are soliciting a lot of uh, young women uh, and, and young men as well, of course. And he's just – it really made me think, you know. Um, anytime you – and you mentioned, like, the gulf. What did you just mention? What Arnold Classic. Yeah. The, yeah. Like, body Anytime is. you get –
0: a lot of wealthy people gathering in one spot. Yeah, any sort of huge convention. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's one of the it's one of the uh, literally the biggest problems in our world today oh, that absolutely. we almost never talk about, and it's sad. Absolutely, but, um, it goes a lot. A lot of that goes on in the music and movie
1: industries, of course. Yeah, and all that. So politics. Super Bowl is really politics, usually pretty bad. Super, seen, Bowl's yeah, Super Bowl is always
0: yeah, big mm-hmm. one. Um, so yeah,
1: so yeah, uh, kind of a bummer of a story, but like I said, hopefully the the, the three young ladies get the help they need and, and justice is served. Um, all right, on a hap- much happier note, especially if you're a tribe fan, uh, Rocky Colavito, the legend himself. Uh, did a rare interview and was on a, a new podcast. The I, don't, pod- I don't think
0: I've ever heard a Rocky Calvito interview. Right, to be right. With
1: you. I don't. I mean. So the podcast is called Rodeo Kick Roundtable. It's a brand new podcast. You can find on literally every platform. Uh, it's headed up by Fox Sports' John Fanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, Dan, you were – and I looked him up. I guess he does play-by-play for college, college basketball. basketball. Yeah. He's out of New Jersey Fox, right now, yeah. but he's from the. He's From, from Cleveland, Cleveland, yeah. So, yeah, grew up And here. Randy Mintz, who is someone – he's associated with uh, Burtman's uh, Mustard.
0: Yeah, that's a stadium mustard company. Yeah. Stadium yeah. mustard.
1: So he also – I didn't know this. He's been making a push to get a statue of Calavito in Little Italy. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, so – that's a side note. Um, but anyway. Hermano, Calavito. Yeah. So, my countryman. Yeah. So Calavito, again, rare interview with him. And apparently he was super hyped to do it and was like, it's a great podcast. I haven't heard the entire thing. I heard about half of it. It's about
0: an hour long. Yeah. So, I mean, he's. From he's, what I listened to, a great interview. I yeah. mean, Especially for a guy that's, uh, yeah. Calavito is 87 years old uh-huh. now. Um, but just the stories he was telling oh, of, yeah. of playing back in the day, like literally played in baseball's golden era. Like, he was talking about playing with Tris Speaker, playing, uh, you know, against Joe DiMaggio and Yogi Berra and all these different stories. Yeah, yeah he's dropping incredible. names,
1: and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah,
0: incredible. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he played in the 50s. <laughs> right, like Willie
1: Mays. Yeah. Like, of course, he, he's famous in the city for making his start and having his, some of his best years with the Indians, 1955 to 59. And uh, again, I didn't know this, but again, 65 to 67, he played for the Indians as well. He's a nine-time All-Star. He was the AL home run (laughs) leader in 1959, the AL RBI leader in 1965, and he is famous for having hit four consecutive home runs in a game on June 10th, 1959 as well, among many other things. Dingers! He told that story. That was interesting. Yeah, so he's a legend in Cleveland and in the MLB in general. So yeah, as a rare interview, if again if you're interested in baseball history and or tribe history, it's kind of a must listen in my opinion. I would give it a shot or give it a check that is. Uh yeah, I enjoyed it and he he's such a man what a likable sounding guy. Uh he talks like he, he talks exactly like you'd expect a man from uh, the Bronx in the 50s to talk like where he's from. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, any any other thoughts? Uh, I know, like I
0: said, he's he's a big figure here in the city. Yeah, I mean, um, he's obviously a legend. Uh, he nine time All Star. I had his page pulled up here just to talk about his uh, accomplishments, but uh, yeah, nine time All Star. He's the. Uh, fifth player in history of the AL to have eleven. He had eleven consecutive seasons of twenty home runs. That's a lot. Um,
2: Especially back when he played too. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, just you know. Obviously, I'm partial to him because he's Italian. Uh, <laughs> but played came up came up with the Indians. Obviously, played with other teams like the Tigers, the A's. Uh, he actually came back to Cleveland, um, and then. Uh, played for the White Sox, Dodgers and Yankees as well. So um like great guy. He just it's amazing for a guy that's eighty seven years old how he's still so well spoken and so yeah. like well oh, yeah. like that's Very awesome. Sharp. Yeah. Uh and then his his uh I guess you would call it accent or just like oh yeah. The way he talks like as somebody who grew up in, you know, the fifties, sixties, you know, forties, fifties, sixties. Uh just the way he talks. Mm-hmm and uh uh, no, it was a great interview, it was a great listen. I'm excited to listen to the rest of it um later tonight. But yeah. Shout out to John Fanta who uh started that podcast and got Rocky Calavito on the show. Um obviously if you're listening to this, John, shout out. Uh we'd love to have you on the show and talk to you about it. And uh yeah, it's good to see. Yeah.
1: Um and also a really cool thing about the podcast that I notice is he speaks very highly of the city. So he's Very much a big Cleveland guy as well. Nice. Speaking of uh, Calavito, but I'm sure sure Fanta as well because he's from here. Absolutely. Yeah, all right. A couple more things real fast, Um, and then we'll wrap up. So there's a new modern Mexican joint to open at former Bakersfield location. I heard about that. Uh, Yeah, so this is going to be called Avo Modern Mexican is what it's being called. The owner, Gabriel Zeller. Own several other spots in the city, in the region, I should say, including Char in Rocky River. Haven't been there, but my roommate went. It's like a it's a whiskey forward restaurant bar. Yeah. Barra Tacos and Sandusky and Amherst and Lago, a seasonal eatery in Marblehead. So I've actually never been to any of these places. Again, my roommate has been to Char but um i've heard
0: good things about char
1: i've heard a lot of good things about char but yeah so he says he's going to focus not so much on tacos as much as a modern twist on mexican cuisine uh i haven't heard that before <laughs> but in all seriousness it sounds very fascinating um and yeah so hopefully it's uh <laughs> hopefully it's a. Uh, uh, a successful spot, and we can get another local—you know, another local business—going here. Uh, real quick, I just want to touch on this. He said that they're gonna. <laughs> diners can expect appetizers like uh, guacamole. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Guacamole, some sort of cheese thing. Ceviche platters, soups such as sopa de lima, and main courses like carne con papas and espresso and chili rubbed fillet. Carne con so, papas. That's a uh, meat and potatoes. Hey now. Uh, and they're going to have eight draft beers and signature cocktails. So it's going to be a little more upscale, but it kind of fits the region if you know yeah. that Yeah. I mean, part Bakersfield
0: how... was too. Bakersfield was yeah, pretty ba- expensive. Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh,
1: the last thing I want to focus on, Grog Shop is the iconic uh, music venue. Um, they are planning to is host... In, is that
0: the one in Coventry? Yes.
1: They are planning to host limited seating Thursday night shows from now throughout the end of the year. They are planning to – so they're in a bad spot. So they were on the verge of calling it quits. It looks like they figured out uh, an option to keep themselves alive. Um, With the exceptions of Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve, they plan to have shows every Thursday night from here on out. Um, They are going to have a max capacity of 42 fans. So, I, as you can imagine, tickets are not going to be like, oh, let me grab one on the way to the show. You know, right. <laughs> if there's someone you want to see, you know, make sure you get there. So, never heard of these bands, but the first show is going to be, I think it's pronounced "Block Dwagon" with Serial banter. I have
0: no idea. Cereal banter?
1: But those are your... Like uh, cereal as in the breakfast food? Yeah, yeah, no, cereal as in the breakfast food. Or like cereal killer. No, breakfast food.
3: Interesting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One last thing, actually, before we wrap it up. And also, shout out to Grog Shop. I hope they can make it, and I hope that they can get back to regular shows soon. But Edison's Pizza is going to open up a little... uh, I saw this. ...side spot in Lucky's Supermarket. I saw this, yeah. Big fan of Lucky's here. By the way, I shop there all the time, and yeah. they are now owned by Dave's, so there's your local twist, and now I guess they made a deal with Edison's, Ed, Ed, Edison's, Edison's, yeah, and Great pizza. really cool, because if you've ever been to Lucky's, it's kind of that place where you can get a drink or a snack and kind of walk, you know,
0: eat while you shop. And Edison's is <laughs> always tough to get in. Yeah. So. Like, even if you're just ordering it to go, like, you'll call, if it's mm-hmm. on, like, a Friday or Saturday night, yeah. you call at, like, 6 o'clock, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we'll be ready by, like, 9.30. Just because everybody loves Edison's, and then yeah. Tremont, it's ridiculous to try and park down there anywhere close, especially in the wintertime. It sucks because the weather is awful. Not ready for um, that, but yeah, so that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So there's
1: your catch up. I hope I uh, did the, the segment proud. <coughs> yeah, Jimmy should have it again next episode. But
0: yep, yep. That's if he's back from his assignment. hmm Very studious one that that, <laughs> that young lad. All right, let's transition. Let's uh, get right into some sports topics. Uh, Not too terribly much to talk about in the way of uh, baseball and the uh, MLB and the NBA. Uh, MLB, obviously, as we're recording this, the World Series has started. Um, Dodgers, Rays. I mean, who do we got? Dodgers. If the Dodgers don't win this year, like, they're – they're the Buffalo Bills of MLB. I, Normally, I mm-hmm. would
1: say I would have actually gone with the Rays because they're pitching so solid, but I think their hitting's a little off at times. That's what I was I just know. thinking. I think, I think you're also a little salty.
2: In that, Well, in the Houston series, it feels no, like...
1: No, I, I want the Rays to win. I don't want the oh. Dodgers to win. I okay. never root for LA team. I, I actually really like the Rays. They have Charlie Morton and a couple other guys they really like, but uh, I just don't think they're going to... Hit as well. Right, they went. Know. The
2: bats went cold. If it wasn't for yeah. Rosa Raina in in that Houston series, no, literally Houston yeah. would have advanced. He's sure, him. yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. without he a doubt. Him. Yeah. Also, funny.
0: Him. Oh, I was just about to bring that up. Yandy just, Diaz yeah. leading. Yeah, Yandy friggin- Diaz is the leadoff hitter. We oh, got, yeah, yeah, I forget Indian. Yeah, who yeah. Came all the potential over. in the world and just never
2: couldn't crack our infield. And I don't understand why because a dude, he's got biceps the size of our heads. Yeah, he's just got absolute pipes, and he's. I mean. He cooled off a little bit, but, boy, right after we traded for – it was Jake because it was Bowers that came over, and he was part of that big whole deal. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's he got demoted halfway through the year, and Yandy's now in the World Series. So it worked out well for Yandy. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think that, yeah, I if it wasn't for how concerning their offense looked in the Houston Series, I would have maybe leaned toward Tampa Bay. But right now I feel like – this could be the year that Kershaw Let, gets the monkey off his back. Let's put, Let,
1: let's put it this way, though: if Tampa Bay wins, I
0: wouldn't be surprised one bit.
1: No, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because I mean, I I, I would 100 bet my
0: been money been on the Dodgers. Like but. other, I, it, it's it's they a weird the best record in baseball. It, it's a it's it's a it's one of those weird years where, you know, record-wise, and you know, the two best teams are playing in the World Series. Usually, that doesn't happen, right? Really. right. I mean, I think the last time that happened. Did it happen last year with the – No, no, not
1: the Nats. Absolutely not. no Oh, that's
0: right. Uh, Um, May – It happened in – you could say it happened in 16 with the Indians and the Cubs.
1: I think the Yankees had a better record, though, Um, didn't they? I can't remember. Oh, no, 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 you guys did because you – yeah. Well, the the year after, we won 103.
0: That's when you had a better record. And we choked to the Yankees.
1: Yeah, it happens very rarely, though,
0: Yeah, is the point that we're trying to make. Yeah, so – uh, I think we're all going with the Dodgers. Ryan, did you say Dodgers? I'm yeah. going to say and Dodgers seven. in six. Yeah,
2: I'm saying Dodgers in seven.
0: But I think we're all rooting Again, for the I, Rays. Yes, and I would not be Correct. surprised if the Rays win. Yeah, yeah, I'd be happy with it. It's going to be interesting to see how they do tonight with Kershaw on the bump because, yeah. you know, historically yeah. he's awful in the
2: playoffs currently top of four tied at zero zero yeah so, so so far so good and for of both course,
1: how, uh, how, how bizarre would it be glass now i think is pitching glass now right? how yeah. bizarre would it be if tampa bay wins two titles in one year that would be crazy
2: because the light
0: titles one year and then they have then they have the bucks have that are freaking solid
1: <laughs> the gronkineers <laughs> <Yeah>. tampa bay <laughs> Yep.
0: <laughs> all right well anyway let's uh transition and uh well let's let's ryan didn't get a chance to be on the Post game show, so let's talk about it.
3: Yes, we
2: we missed everything. (laughs) Yeah, so I saw none of the game live, and it turns out that was a really good thing. I, um, I, you know what is really, no one is going to be surprised to, to hear that people overreact on social media, specifically Twitter, but it is crazy to me how one week. We're Super Bowl contenders. We're a top five team. We're all of these things. We finally got it figured out. And the next week, it's bench our starting quarterback, fire the administration, and reboot. Like, Browns Twitter, I need y'all to get a grip. Shut up. Because this is exhausting. Shut up. It is. I Within a month of live tweeting Browns games, I went from this is such a fun thing to I hate you all. Like, this is crazy. It's just it's too much. It's yeah. It's I,
1: too much. That's how Twitter is. It, like, well, no, I know, I, I know what you're saying, and I don't disagree. But like, you uh, got to take every salt. Like every like, if you want to see a miserable bunch, look so at Houston Texans fans. Even when we make the playoffs, they're all just like, oh. Dog, dog. And then Tottenham fans don't even get me started. Like, what a joke.
2: You know, I think what it is, is it's uh, every fan base does some version of this. I think that's fair to say. Look, we got our asses kicked. No one's going to mince words about it. It did not go well. It didn't look good. I am not per- currently at, at a point where I want to give up on Baker, and that'll lead us to our poll here in a minute it, it was It was bad,
0: really bad. There's no way around it no, and', I'm the, it, it, and I'm, it, the, I'm the biggest you know baker defender and uh supporter that I know and and
2: we were and it was all, all phases of the game. I mean, all year we've struggled oh, there's with special nothing. teams. Yeah, Our there's nothing good about Sunday. Got roasted. not one thing. I mean, nothing redeeming about it other than the fact that it's over. It's done.
0: Miles Garrett had a sack, but he did nothing right. else. Here's the thing. We're 4-2. and two. We lost it. To- that's the point that I think people just aren't grasping. Like, if this had been a normal year and we played the Steelers and we lost to go to 1-5, okay, hands up. Then you know we can push all the panic buttons, sound the alarms, and you know, freak out. But we lost this game and we're now four and two with two very winnable games coming up before the bye week.
2: And we're not at full strength. Our yeah. defense isn't right. We're still not healthy in in, <coughs> in any level of the defense. And for some reason, Sendejo is still playing. That I'm that's gonna be the
0: hill I die on. Um, oh god i sent you that i sent you that video of him missing yeah, that tackle the oh hole. that was bad like that was bad it's one thing to uh have a guy break your tackle it's another thing to just be right there one-on-one with the guy it looked like in between the guard and the just tackle tackle took his knees out and just whiff i yeah. mean he didn't even come close to touching connor that was bad
2: and I, the browns released their unofficial depth chart uh, earlier today he's still listed as a starter and so he's he he's still he's still going strong, I guess. But at any rate, it was again. We're, we don't need to beat this one to death. It was a bad game. I saw the. I, I joked earlier. I was talking about this with somebody at, at the gym. I said I, I watched the highlights, and I was like, let me rephrase that. There were no highlights. I, I watched the lowlights. I got I got caught up on the game, and yeah, it just it was ugly. And we bad. move it along. Here's the good news: we have a winnable game coming up. I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park, but it's definitely a winnable game. Yep potentially could be 5-2. and two. If you told me we were going to be 5-2 and two after seven games, I would absolutely throw a party. And what I was going to say earlier is, yeah, it sucks that we lost to two division opponents, and it really does suck that we'd not, we didn't just lose. We really got drubbed in both. Yep, real bad. But we're still working with a first-year head coach. We're, you can't lose sight of the fact that the Ravens and the Steelers are both going to be legitimate playoff contenders. If you told me that either one of them were going to make the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, surprised. They're, they're
0: most likely – I mean, you throw Kansas City in there as well, but – it's very likely that they're going to play each other uh, for the right to go to the Super Bowl.
2: I, I would bet a large sum of money that at least one team from the AFC North will be in the AFC title game. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt,
1: one yeah. of them will
0: be. It's either those especially, two are going to.
1: seeing some of the struggles that the Bills are having.
0: It's either those two are going to play each other or one of those teams is going to play the Chiefs. I would I would bet that. More than Without like, a I mean, shadow of a doubt.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're just they've got really uh, don't good defenses. About the Titans, though. They're both really well coached. Titans are very good. Titan uh, that would be if if yeah. anybody's going to throw a wrench in that plan, it would be the Titans.
1: Yeah.
3: Which but sucks, I hate
1: to be this simpleton of a guy, but if Derrick Henry does get injured, that could derail a lot of what the Titans Oh, 100%. Are doing. Yeah. And that's stupid, but that
2: is no, a that, team that's, that's so yeah, top that's...
0: heavy with one player in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's not stupid. Everything I... they do revolves around yeah. him. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I wouldn't sleep t- I, I mean, yes. Having Derrick Henry makes your quarterback look better, don't get me wrong. But Tannehill's but right. Tannehill's Tannehill's, Tannehill's balling no, out. Tannehill's this year. Oh, he's been great. fantastic. But, but but it's because they established the run so well. And I yeah. they, they feed off of each other without I mean, a shadow games, of a I mean the games the
0: games that Baker's look best in, we've run the ball down everybody's throat. Yeah. Last two weeks, Baker hasn't looked very good. It's because Chubb's been out and uh, defenses have been able to key on Kareem Hunt and we haven't had the same success running the football. Yeah, and so, losing
2: Wyatt Teller for those couple games wasn't oh, helping the offensive. Oh, we back so bad. He, he's listed his back in the starting role Thank for God. for this coming week, so that that'll oh. be. That'll love be a you, win. Chris
0: Hubbard, but man,
2: yeah, and that's yeah, exactly. I mean, no. Wyatt
0: Teller was rated has been rated as the best offensive lineman in football so far yeah. this year, without a doubt. His his absence was felt.
2: Yeah. Um. So speaking about Baker and quarterback play, we posed this Here on Twitter earlier. We go. Where are you at with Baker Mayfield? So there were four options. No doubt he's our franchise quarterback, shaky but still my guy, really starting to worry, and officially done with him. What, did, what, re, what would you have guessed the results would have been? Knowing what you know about Brown's Twitter and, and, and social media and overreaction.
0: I probably think the majority would be really starting
2: to worry. Close. Close shaky but still my guy actually came in first at 48.4 percent so nearly half the vote went with shaky but he's still my guy yeah in second place was really starting to worry third place actually was no doubt he's our franchise quarterback and in last place was done with him i i would have thought for sure people would have been done with him just based on
0: i'll say i'll say i think option three almost completely turns into option four if we lay an egg and lose next this week in cincinnati yeah yeah. Um,
2: there won't be any way to work around that no you know. because
0: because uh, right now right now you can say we're winning the games we're winning the games we should be winning and losing the games we probably shouldn't be winning if we lose to the Bengals even though it's in Cincinnati that's I mean that you, you talk about uh panic you know uh, crisis mode especially with Baker at quarterback not necessarily the team because i I, I still would. I still would argue that the Browns being four and three is not the end of the world. See, this is what I don't understand is you would think the way that people are reacting to Baker Mayfield that we're one and five. Right. Right. We're four and two. We're if the it, like if the NFL season ended today, we would be the sixth seed. Actually we'd be the fifth seed in the playoffs. Right. We we're tied with the Bills and we have the tiebreaker over them because of our conference record.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
2: you know, at the end of the day, I think there's two, there's a couple, there's a couple thoughts that I have in terms of the week to week short sightedness. It, it happens, right? We all get sucked into being prisoners of the moment. Sure. At the end of the day, do we think this is a team that is going to make an honest to
0: god run deep in the playoffs? Uh, no, I
2: don't think any of us actually think
0: we're there yet. Right. But what, like, like, it the way that a lot of people are acting, and I'm, sh- I'm shocked. That you're seeing this a lot in the national media too, like we're, and I'm not saying us, but like a lot of Browns fans and national media are reacting like that should have been the expectation going into the season.
2: If we have a winning record at the end of the season, I will feel like this year was a success. I I
1: think like, and and I say this again, I usually compare Tottenham to the Browns because they have a lot of similar similarities in the fan base and in the issues they've had. I think you see with teams like that, it's just until they do it, it's just
0: going to be this way. Yeah.
1: Like, it's always going to be that way. That's how like, I feel you...
0: about us playing in Pittsburgh. Yeah. like Yeah. Well, like, and I, I made a we...
1: comparison with Tottenham and Chelsea. It was very yeah. similar. We had a 16, or I, it may have been longer than 16 seasons where we couldn't win at Stamford Bridge. It's almost the same thing with what... yeah. it's it's a a different sport, I understand. It's a house of horrors. I mean,
0: it's literally a house of horrors. And it's it's
1: just one of those things where, until it happens, just expect the most ridiculous overreactions ever. People are so
2: starved... Our fan base is so starved for a a winning product that the second we get our hopes up, if you let the fan base down, it's just mm -hmm. blood in the water and they want your head on a silver platter. That's all it is. It's... we're, We're... the fan base gets so short sighted because it's like, oh, we have, you know, we've got a good offensive line and we've got OBJ and we finally have a head coach. So obviously we need to go to the Super Bowl this year. And it's like anything short of that and people lose their minds. I think it's, and it's just so I think it's backwards. More, see,
1: I disagree. I think as, as an outsider, I think it's just, you know, a lot of people, especially older Browns fans, they've literally been going through decades of this. Well, Actually, no, not this. They've been going through decades of terrible stuff. And then they finally see a tiny bit of success. And then you have, you know, you were all hoping, and I'm not trying to be funny, but you were all hoping you can maybe get that win against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh and things could start turning around. And that doesn't happen. But in the long, grand scheme of things, as of now, that doesn't. Mean you can't still have a good winning season this year, right? I, and and but I can't blame Browns
0: fans for just freaking out because it's just like okay, I guess we're still Browns again. Well, you know? I think and I think uh, part of the reason for that feeling was the fact that going into that game on Sunday, we were four and one. And I think a lot yeah. of people were starting to feel like we are turning this around, like yeah. this is different. And then we go into Pittsburgh and you just get utterly schlapped. I mean, I mean, you guys, yeah, you guys beat the Cowboys, like you, uh, who, uh, uh. Who was, wow Cowboys really Colts think. Colts the Colts
1: was a big win like that's that's yeah. a big win in They're my opinion playoff team, and so you know i I personally in i it's it's concerning to lose thirty eight to seven and it's concerning how Baker played and has been playing at times this year, but he also potentially might have that injury. I don't know what the extent of that is, and I don't know what the extent of what that would do to his you know, decision-making and stuff. Because to me, it's a decision-making that's concerning. Yeah. Because we know what his physical abilities are. It's just his decisions. But, you know, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I just – and I get why you're frustrated because I I, I I see that in some of the teams I support too. But I just think with the Browns, until it happens, no one's going to give the Browns the benefit of the doubt.
2: No, that's what I'm – I think – what I'm saying is, I need people to look, chill out and say, like, mm-hmm. football games are really hard to win in the yeah. NFL. They're very difficult to win. I mean, the Chiefs. Take it h- from
0: us. We went an entire season without doing it. Once. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, it,
2: it, it happens. And so it's like, I, my thought is, so many times I see people get their hopes just a little bit high. And then the second that the Browns lay an egg or lose again, it's like, fire the coaches, bench the <laughs> quarterbacks, reboot again. And you can't keep rebooting the best franchises you could make this argument probably across all of sports but especially in football the best franchises have a stable sense of culture look at the Patriots. look at the Steelers it look, too. it's they've got a head coach and, a, and, a, and an entire regime that set the tone and they don't panic from week to week like
1: short-sighted fools like we have so and,
2: often done and it's just what we're doing right look now at, with our look quarterback. at look
1: at new franchises like the chiefs like The Chiefs were already having something special built up pre-Mahomes. Correct. Like, they already were having— Well, they instilled that culture pre-Mahomes. Right. They got Mahomes and they took off. But even, like, the first year or two—I think it was the first year with Mahomes, like, they were real close and failed really bad in the last, like, minute or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were an offside— And it's like, you you could make the argument, you know, oh, 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 the Chiefs just going to be the Chiefs again— but then they like they stick with their game plan and come back stronger than ever and now now they're like the New England Patriots
0: of our era. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> See just this is this is the whole crux and the issue yeah. is um and maybe it's because we're just so like conditioned. You know, it's like uh it's like uh uh what's the what's the conditioning theory or law where like when you do something enough times like you oh, get a, uh uh like you hit a you hit a like there's a commercial where you hit the uh staples button. That was easy. Oh, you're like, and the classical, guy's like classical yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Pavlov. yeah got, got Pavlov. Yeah, you got Pavlov. Yeah. But it, it's like it's like we see a quarterback start to struggle and we're like, Oh, it's all going to hell.
2: Right and I'm not trying to say that he that Baker has done things that have not been concerning like uh, of course he's he's been a little bit careless with the ball and his sure. th- the decision making's not been great and he's got his stature that he has to figure out short quarterbacks can do it it just it's, he's got a yeah. different set of hurdles that he's got to get around but Drew Brees has figured it out Russell Wilson has figured it out so short guys can play quarterback in the NFL and he can absolutely get better he and, needs to protect and, the ball and you more you got to think
1: but, too like with with quarterbacks that aren't like Patrick Mahomes and like you know whoever, like there's a lot of averageish quarterbacks that have had success, and I know that you have to have a at least a solid quarterback. Trent Dilfer to do has anywhere. a Super Bowl, right? Joe Flacco has that, a Super that's Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, and I don't. I mean, no disrespect to those no, guys, but you're no, right. No, but that's like, exactly what I'm trying to say. 100%. Like, like you could even make. our, I hate to say Eli Man- Eli Manning's, you know, but like. Uh, he's had good years, but he's had some really bad years, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, I just and he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Him, yeah. yeah. So, and I'm not yeah, – I, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably out of us three the most doubtful about Baker. Um, and that, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I just no, – I'm I, doubtful about Baker. But and I also I, don't think – like, Baker – this is not even the same Baker of, of last year. Like, Baker of last year looked really concerning. Like, he's made improvements this year – and I think that I think the height thing is really what it comes down to a lot of times because, like, the second interception was clearly, in my opinion, a height issue. Mm-hmm. And I was stupid to throw that pass. But I just think in those situations, he needs to know either maybe run or just throw it away. Like,
0: no one's ever going to be like, oh, you threw it away. Like, I can't believe you did that. Like I don't – I mean, I, I agree with you. The height thing is an issue. I don't think either of his interceptions Sunday were because of height because – True. The second the yeah. one you're talking about he scrambled out of the pocket and he was out on the right side with yeah, yeah, like yeah. essentially nobody there but it is an issue I assumed that he couldn't see but I don't know maybe he could I just Either I mean, way it was a bad decision So, so my my thing of it is and I will continue to go back to this and it 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 ties into what you were saying Ryan about culture and continuity This kid is on his fourth head coach. He's on his fourth offensive coordinator. He's on his third quarterback coach. He's on his third offensive playbook. The guy hasn't even played three years yet. Not to mention... He hasn't even played two and a half years yet. He didn't have an offseason this year. He didn't have... He's going into a completely new offense with completely new terminology. That's like trying to relearn calculus. And he had no practice in doing it. He had no preseason games in doing it. It was essentially... Just go out there and do it. Like, if somebody were to throw you a calculus book and be like, learn this in three weeks and you're going to take a test on it, would you pass? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, I would argue he should,
1: you know. I, my Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. And I don't even necessarily disagree. I just but think that, that – I think it's fair to say that there's some concerning things nonetheless.
0: 100%. I'm not saying yeah. that – I'm not yeah. saying that the things that uh, – things that he's doing aren't concerning what I'm saying is I attribute it a lot to the fact that he has he has developed so many bad habits because of Mm -hmm. the continual switch in coaching styles the way he's been coached and I think and and I've said this I think that Stefanski and Alex Van Pelt are trying to essentially remake an entire new quarterback they're trying to deconstruct every single bad thing about him and this is they're they're trying to build him back up and they're going to be bumps in the road i fully expect baker to be a hell of a lot better in the second half of the season than he is right now and And, a lot of that a lot of that is the browns have the easiest schedule the rest of the way they don't they the, the the browns have three hard games the rest of the year they play 10 more games they have three hard games the rest of the year
1: and I think that the fact that they play ten more games is why it's too early to be saying. I mean, you, you can't you can't judge a dude in the first what quarter of the season. Like, I yeah, would argue and- it's a little early. But um, again, I think I think one reason why people are overreacting is just again until the Browns do it, you're just going to see a lot of this until it happens. I mean, yeah, you know,
0: people forget. We're pay, con- pay. we're conditioned to bad to quarterback people, play. And and when one thing goes yeah. wrong, we just assume that like it's all going to one, go to hell. A weird a weird other example was talking to a Patriots
1: fan who's like from Boston. He's an older guy and he used to look at the Patriots as that way. Mm-hmm. And they if mm-hmm. you've looked yeah. at their history, they were a choke artist team yeah. until Tom Brady came along and they won. So they had been to several Super Bowls before before they won their first. So I don't know. Again, it's early in the season. Uh, I do think that this upcoming game is very important, but I have no doubt that the Browns should be able to should be able to win. Yeah, this I mean, definitely Absolutely. should.
2: And here's so I guess what I have one other thought on this, and then we can we can move it along. I think it really depends on I understand that people are putting a lot of heat on Baker because we want to win now. So here's the thing. most teams in football, would kill for our offense, with the exception of the quarterback position, our skill group and our line, easily some of the best units across the league. And so, on the one hand, I do, I completely agree with everything you said about Baker and coaching and development. I mean, not only does he has he had all of this uncertainty, but last year I would argue last year was even more harmful than taking. I wish that he w- didn't even have last year. I, that would have been better in my mind because. It was Completely so bad. He, he backtracked in many ways. So, like, that's all of that's fair. But football teams don't last for very long. We've only got huh, uh, Chubb and Hunt on a couple more year deals apiece. Right. We don't know what the status of OBJ and Landry are going to be. Offensive linemen are going to come and go. We have to strike while the iron is hot. So, I understand the pressure to want to win right now. The argument that I'm hearing is that we should get, like, a Matt Ryan type or, hell, even a Joe Flacco type or pick your random veteran journeyman who could come in and do a more responsible job of keeping the football on our side and blah, 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 game manage, and we possibly make a more serious run. That That's the only thing I would say I gives a li- gives a little bit of credence to what folks are saying is, yeah, you can criticize Baker for the X's and O's. That's fine and I understand that we want to win now because we probably only have this team for the next two years, maybe three. And so if Baker can't get it together, I mean, we still haven't picked up his fifth-year option. It doesn't mean we won't, but well, we, we haven't.
0: We, we can't yet. Like,
2: I thought you not. could after three. Can you, no, Or is it at the end of the season we can yeah, pick it up? Okay, yeah. I'm off of here.
0: Because that's, um, that's, uh, that's what we did with Miles Garrett, and then we, then we did his contract. Right, right. Because okay. I, I, I saw ESPN put up that graphic. And then it was Ken Carmen who said they literally can't do it. But it's because it you yet. can't. Yeah, that's, yeah, see, I fell for that so misleading yeah. nonsense. But I guess at any rate. And why, and, why, I mean, and why do it? Like even if they could do it right now, like why do it now? like right. there's no reason oh to do he it could right get now. hurt there's a million right. different
2: things that could happen yeah sure it's just i guess what i'm what i'm saying is the only the only caveat and and what i will say is it's fair to give him criticism but i just i want it to be on the big picture like <coughs> at the end of this year let's just say that this year plays out and we end up something Friggin' 5-11, and 11. it's a train wreck. We lose a bunch of games we're
0: supposed to if win. If we end the season 5-11 and 11 winning one out of the last I'm 10, just, I'm just saying. I'm putting my hands up yeah. and I'm walking away. It's <laughs> no, not but, happening. That may,
2: may be a bad example, but w- <laughs> I guess... We, we still play the Giants and the Jets. <sighs> Dude, don't put it past us. Let me put it that way. I, let's just let's be real. Um, God, I forgot we do play them, don't we? Oh, yep. that would be fun. And um we
1: play the Texans. I guess... Yeah, yeah, a- we do. A- we got we got a couple interesting games. That's an L. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. For who? <laughs> <laughs> You're one in five. Yeah. Right, right. So hey, I don't I know. I know what it feels like to be a Browns fan. Though. This is real. Uh, Welcome to it. Actually people forget the Texans had a, a one in uh, fifteen season. Yeah, I mean before uh, they got to Sean five, like, What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I guess No, it, we uh we went to the we went to the playoffs. 2011 or 2012 is when we started. We've been multiple times.
0: Okay. Yeah. You're still one in five.
2: (laughs) At any rate, Baker's still our quarterback. Uh, He's banged up. Hopefully, his ribs are okay. He's,
0: He's our quarterback for the rest of the year. And I like. I don't want to hear the name Case Keenum unless Baker Mayfield's injured. I don't want to hear the name Case Keenum again. The guy came in on <laughs> he Sunday so and bad. he was awful he was so bad I didn't see I tell you what though there's a lot of
2: people who are still clamoring for Case Keenum because, the, because... I'm just I, I, I hear you I know because in, in, in a lot of folks' minds he's safer. He's not. His ceiling is nowhere near as high. as Did they as watch
0: him play for the Washington football team the last I, couple of years? I don't know. Like this isn't 2017 when he played for the Vikings. That was three years ago. He had one crazy year. Yeah, and it, I know it was with Kevin Stefanski as his quarterback coach. That's the But argument. Kevin Stefanski wasn't calling plays. He was his quarterback coach. Like I get it, but it was. Th- it's not like this was last year. Case Keenum. I hear you. Case Keenum with the Washington football team was brutal. It's not good. I mean there's Not a great, reason Bob. why there's a reason why when they had a they had him at quarterback, they had a top 10 pick and drafted a quarterback in the top 10 with Dwayne Haskins. So, I don't I don't want to hear that like I'm sure he's a nice guy, sure he's a great dude, but you know, if we're relying on Case Keenum, I mean, we're in a bad boy. We might go 5 and 11.
2: Quick update, Dodgers up 2 nothing over the Rays. There's a shock.
0: Shock. All right. right. Uh, Here's here's one thing, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but it's been in my brain since we started this conversation. What do you? What like we're four and two right now. How Mm -hmm. do you think the narrative is different if our losses didn't come against the Ravens and the Steelers and came against the Colts and whatever another team like the the football the Cowboys? What happens if we? That's that's always a weird conundrum because in one hand, like yeah, you. But here's 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 what I'm getting at is I think. Because we lost to the Ravens, because we lost to the Steelers, Browns fans think that we're still that far away from being on those. And, and that's true. But, like, it's the old cliche, Rome wasn't built in a day. Like, why are we so upset that we're foreign 2 but because we have losses to the Steelers and the Ravens? We lose to the Ravens and the Steelers every year anyway. This year so far has been about winning those games that we deem winnable and we're actually doing it. It's about taking those steps. We're not going to go from 4 and 12, 6 and 10 to 11 and 5 and the AFC Championship game in one year. Like it's just, you know, we talk about Baker, but Baker and like I said, I'm one of his biggest supporters. He's not Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, if we want if we had Patrick Mahomes Maybe we do go to the AFC Championship game after a year when we went 6-10. and 10. But we don't. And Keyshawn Johnson was on ESPN Cleveland uh, today. Shout out to Keyshawn. Like my tweet. What up? Yeah. So uh, he said, just because you drafted Baker Mayfield first overall doesn't mean you need to expect him to throw for 400 yards every game to win games. So, like, for the people that say, ooh, you only threw for 180 yards. Like, did we win the game? Yeah, I think not when, this week, but
2: a lot of folks get wrapped up in stats. And I know you want your when you draft somebody first overall, that comes with insane levels of pressure and expectation. Hundred percent. At the end of the day, people really love to knock the game manager quarterback. That mon- we hear that term thrown out all the time. At the end of the day, if you're if my game manager is winning me games, if my game manager gets me to the the playoffs and or the Super Bowl, like if it gets all the way there. The hell do I care if my quarterback
0: if uh, Kyle, last week Kyler Murray threw 8 times or whatever it was last night he was 9 for 24 Last night
2: yeah it was like he 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 completed 9
0: for 24 he yeah. completed like just over 33% of his passes Yeah the
2: first half he he threw like 10 times and 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 it, and we're not sitting here talking about you know Kyler Murray being a bum or a or a waste no. or what it's right. just I think Baker ends up getting a lot of extra sc- scrutiny he's because a of rod. who he is. He's got that. He's, he's a got lightning a, rod. He's got he does some the commercials and he yeah. makes
0: those bold proclamations. You know, he the one thing. The one I think really regretful thing to me that he did was um, the move he made to call out Duke Johnson for talking about his contract. You yeah. don't you don't do that with your teammates. You don't talk about your teammates' money in the in the media. Um, so. You know he's a lightning rod.
2: Yeah, but, but. To, and and to answer your question, I, yeah, it'd be weird. So like, if we were still four and two, but we lost to like Washington and Indianapolis, that means we beat Pittsburgh and the Ravens. So on the one hand, we've got maybe that, three and zero oh in the division. We, we we have that added bonus which people would be excited about. But then we oh, blew it be, against the teams we were supposed to win yeah. against, or at least should arguably had a coin toss chance against.
0: But I, but I do I do think fans would be in a much better mood and be willing yeah. to look past some shortcomings. Um, you know, even, even if Baker played mediocre against the Steelers, which I don't think he can, and we can win against that team. Um, I think people would look past the fact that he didn't play very well because he came home with a win from Pittsburgh. Right. So, right. Right. I just think we need to, we need to not expect everything all at once. You know, it looks like we have a competent head coach. We have a competent coaching staff. It looks like, um we have a we have a competent roster who the coaching staff is getting the abilities from the talent that they have and we are winning the games that we should win and arguably you know the Colts game was a toss up and we won that game right but the fact that we can't we can't even compete with the Ravens and the Steelers is i think what's got people up in arms if we if we would have been competitive in those two games and even even the Baltimore game you can say hey, it was the first week, they didn't have a preseason, it's a brand right. new head coach, blah, right. blah, That If we were competitive on Sunday and we lost, I don't think you'd see as much um, as much of an uproar.
3: I agree with that. It's too. the
0: fact that we literally got our clocks cleaned. but yeah. And everybody's taking that to the nth degree of, oh, my God, this guy's falling. Like, really, what are we talking about here? Like, people are talking about... About trading for Matt Ryan at the trade deadline, right? Like, I get it. This isn't the NBA or baseball. Like, you don't just trade for quarterbacks at the trade deadline.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And Matt Ryan is a 35 year old quarterback who's making like 35 million dollars a year. So, never going to happen. If we were, if we were going to take on Matt Ryan and say we're like, okay, he's going to be our quarterback for the next three to four years. um, Nick Chubb's not getting re-signed. One, if not both, of OBJ and Landry are gone so i don't know but anyway so browns played the browns played the Bengals on sunday i think we're all in agreement that the browns should win should on sunday. win it'll be way too close we'll win yeah. by like two or three yeah i think we're gonna win two um i think the team's gonna bounce back pretty well similarly to how we did it's just funny we played the Bengals against our other right after our other loss and uh we only, we only ended up winning that game by five, but that's because the Bengals scored a touchdown like right at the end. But So it's a backdoor cover. So Browns-Bengals Sunday. Uh, we'll be with you, win-loser-tie after the game for the post-game show. So, all right, moving right along. Jordan, you went to some uh, shoes. I was going to try and come up with something. Fun, like kick stores? I don't know. Shoe stores, shoe stores. Yeah, Hype beasts. Yeah, the kick game. Uh, yeah.
1: So, traditionally, I've always been really into this stuff, but around the time when I met you and and you know, mo- most of our friend group, I had kind of gone out of that. I'm trying to get back into it again, just because it's still of interest to me, and um, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun hobby. But anyhow, uh, so I did some research and found that there's at least two really good, like hype beast stores in the city. Uh, and I went to one that opened up in August of this year. It's called chili kicks. Uh, it is on fourteen zero seven. look, Let me redo that. One, one four zero five seven Madison Avenue. Um, it's a small store, but if you know shoe stores, they don't need to be very big or anything. Um, it, is a store that sells extremely rare Jordans, Nikes, Adidas, basically any any type of sneakerhead shoe, any type of, you know, rare expensive shoe, like you have Yeezys and stuff like that, they probably have them or will get them in or have something similar. So, they have a lot of Jordan 1s, they have a, you know, a lot of Jordan 3s, 5s, and all those classic Jordans. A lot of Air Force 1s. They have a Surprising amount of Yeezys, uh, which those have been getting really popular in recent years. Um, one thing about the store, uh, they're sticker shock because these are not like, oh, you go to finish line and they're selling what, like, these are like ultra rare shoes that are either you know no longer being made or very limited amounts have been made, so you're looking at around. Most of the shoes are around two to three hundred bucks, uh, especially like the Jordans and the Yeezys. Those those are even higher, some of them. But it's a fun store. If if you've never seen this culture before, it's worth going in. Um, and honestly, I'd love to have the owner on the show sometime. Uh, yeah, man, a local that'd be businessman, sweet. Businessman, and I think he'd be a, a fun interview. I guess he's for Chili Kicks. Yeah, I guess he's known in the area for having this kind of. Non-brick-and-mortar business of shoes. Like he was the guy you go buy your shoes from, Um, and yeah. So, and now he has his own store, and it's a really cool store. Uh, Maybe one day, if I get a a bonus or something, I might go pick up a pair of Jordans or something. Holiday um, bonus time's coming up. Exactly. So yeah, Chili Kicks. You can find them on most social media. In fact, highly recommend you follow their Instagram. They put daily updates of new shoes they get in. Like, hey, we just got four sizes of this one. It's mm-hmm. this much or whatever. Um, so, and then they sell a lot of shoe accessories, which sounds kind of funny, but like that's a big deal. If if you're actually wearing these type of shoes, you need to make sure you're taking care of them. Um, and it's one of the only. Places in the city we can get off-white uh, collabs, which mm. is one of the hottest shoe uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Shoes right now, that is. Um, yeah, so there's one. I highly recommend this one. Uh, the other one that I've actually been going to for a couple of years now, and I really enjoy it. It's called Exhibition. Exhibition, I believe is how it's pronounced. So they're not just shoes. They're also like streetwear and luxury athletic wear and, and just kind of that whole culture um they're also one of the only stores in the city in to my knowledge i could be very wrong about this but to my knowledge that actually will re- will hold shoe releases so like you can go line up there and get them. They also do online releases so you can Oh yeah. I, you have to do over your, the years
0: I've seen uh Yeah. I've seen lines out the door at yep. their stores yep. numerous times. So
1: those are those shoe releases. So that's really cool because there's not a lot
0: of that in Cleveland. That's really one of the only places right. where you can get that. Joe Hayden used to have a store downtown that was yes, similar.
1: Really cool called Restock. Yeah. Really it's bummed still there. No. Really really bummed that it closed down cuz that was it's a really the cool Cuz he freaking Steelers. Yeah, I don't, also, I don't know. Also
0: by the way, I forgot to mention this during our Browns talk. Uh, I mentioned it on the post game show. Uh, you will not hear the Pittsburgh audio drop until we play the Steelers again. Yay. So I banned myself from doing that. It's because a miracle. We got kicked, killed so bad. It's so. a miracle. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyhow, um, so there's two locations of exhibition actually. Uh, 2068 West 25th street, basically right next to Bakersfield tacos. If you've ever been there. Mm-hmm. And so that part of the Ohio city strip and then three, four, zero, seven, Tuttle road in Shaker Heights. I've never been to that one, but I've always gone to the Ohio city one. They also have both of these stores have online stores. So if you maybe don't want to go out cause of COVID or if you just don't feel like going out cause it's raining or something, you can browse their options online the Chili Kicks owner, and I really apologize that I, I didn't look up his name ahead of time. Um, but he is very, very... Uh, if you DM them, like if you DM them or respond to a shoe, he'll, he'll they're pretty good at responding right away if they still have it in stock or whatever. Um, yeah, so those are two stores that are worth checking out. And that kind of leads right into our poll, or poll of the week. Our top five. Yeah. So our top five this week... Um,
0: is top five sneakers of all time so uh and these are these are this is not limited to um sneakers that we've actually owned true true yes that because i i I, (laughs) i'm not a wealthy person
1: so (laughs) unfortunately cannot own all these sneakers but i just yeah we just decided to do sneakers that we just like that have been released yep i'll go first okay and then you guys can follow for me, number five is the Air Max Ninety. This is a shoe I've actually had multiple times in my life. It's a classic. I'm a big Air Max fan. Yeah, it's a classic '90s running shoe. Um, it almost looks like a cross between the Air Force One and like just some other running shoe. And I don't know. It's it's a, just a really cool shoe. And they have they release it constantly with new colors. It's fairly affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get them for around probably like 150 or so, maybe cheaper depending on if it's a base model or if it's like a wacky model. Like I got a weird one, but I got on sale for 120 It was like 180 and it had like all these zebra patterns and stuff. Like, But yeah, so it's fairly affordable. I wouldn't recommend working out in them, but they're great yeah. just like all around just casual shoes. It's amazing
0: like what was considered working out and running yeah. shoes in the 90s. Yeah. You would try and do it like now oh. in a bitch. Gotta be just, I mean, miserable. and the, the,
1: the big benefit of the Air Max 90 is it actually is decent because they had the air pockets, so right. you had some cushion, yeah. unlike some of the early 80s ones, which were brutal. Number four is the Nike Kobe One. This is not Kobe's first shoe. That was with Adidas, and they were terrible. Right. This is the, the when they when he got his contract with Nike, and he came up with his first. Uh, when was that? When did you uh, before two thousand six. But okay. I think the first official one was two thousand six. I have a picture of actually my favorite. Okay, of course it didn't load. There it is. I have a picture. You guys can't see it, but I have a picture of my favorite shoe. I actually had this. I got it um, right when it came out. I was actually playing basketball for a homeschool basketball team at the time. And we had purple. We had Laker color jerseys. HLB. So so I got the uh, Zoom Kobe or the Kobe ones and they were purple, black, and gold. So it was perfect. Um, Love those shoes. The most comfortable basketball shoe I've ever had. I would 100% buy them again. Love them uh number three air jordan threes they're classics Mm. oh what a classic Mm. i mean i'm gonna say the word classic a thousand times but these are that's on my list but i have a specific one sure 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 so i if i had to pick a specific one probably the black cement Mm. edition that came out a while back uh number two is the air force one low the air force one is probably a shoe i've had the most of i don't even i don't even know how many colors of it i've had Um, and I currently have a light blue one with like, like stitched patterns for the swoosh. So, but anyways, Air Force One, classic of classics. One of the most iconic shoes of all time. Yep. Made popular by many rappers and, and celebrities. You have to at least have a couple pairs of these in your lifetime or be like me and have a million of them. Um... I love this shoe. Not very comfortable, if I have to be honest, but it's a classic. Um, apparently, teenage girls really like these because what? Air Force Ones. Because oh. apparently, what's the,
0: what's the lyric in the Nelly song? I don't remember. Rocking around in my Air Force Ones. Yeah, there, oh, there's
1: God. yeah, there's a lot of songs that reference oh, yeah. them. Oh yeah, it's a it's yeah.
0: The Air Force One was yeah. a big culture. Uh, oh, especially staple. the all white. You got to have the all white ones too at some oh, yeah. point. The all whites.
1: Uh, Number one for me is no surprise to many people, I'm sure, but the Air Jordan one, uh, it's literally the shoe that began, well, arguably began sneakerhead culture. Uh, It's infamous because the NBA didn't want Jordan to wear it and there was color issues and all this silly stuff and, oh, we can't have these Anyways, um, it is the goat of goats when it comes to shoes. I mean, there is no shoe that is more... Arguably, maybe the Air Force One and maybe the Adidas Superstars, but they don't even come close to the the, the how iconic the Air Jordan ones are. Uh, classic sneaker design. Um, it's really That's so funny. funny. It's really you sure, funny. You, sh-
2: you sure, Le- LeBron doesn't have the goat or shoes? Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I don't, even, I don't even. think you're gonna get Dan on that one. No, oh, no, please, nobody. bite. I'm just. <laughs> up. I will say
1: LeBron's. I will say LeBron's recent additions are really cool. Yeah. I was never a fan of his early ones. I just don't like them. I think they're just I ugly. Agree they're, there's but weird. Man, the last three or four have been beautiful, especially the low-cut versions of them. I and love you were the saying wh-
2: what? What did you? The knit. Yeah, the I fly like the net. fly knit. Uh, Oh yeah.
1: man, and I put some on when I worked at Dick's. If they weren't a hundred and like seventy dollars, yeah. I probably would have bought a pair, but I didn't want to spend that much. On That's pretty reasonable, though. Anyway, so that was a little long-winded. Okay,
0: all right. I'll go next. Uh, I'll go a little bit quicker. Um, so number uh, five for me are the Jordan Twelves. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number four, I'm just gonna run right through them. Yeah. Number four is you had the Jordan Threes. I had the Jordan I have the Jordan threes, but I have the Justin Timberlake version. The ones oh, that he wore yeah. during his Super Bowl yeah. uh performance. Those. The little, the ones with a swish. A little swish. Yeah. Yeah. These are like I those are famous. Those are real famous. On StockX, they're four hundred and sixty bucks. Yeah, not surprised. But I would rock the hell out of these shoes. Oh, they're so there's such a classic design for a shoe. Yeah. These are actually pretty cool too. These are uh the Justin Timberlake uh, beige same shoe oh just, absolutely yeah. look up
1: uh, uh we have ryan looking up these shoes look up the air jordan 3 black cement actually they're right there
0: um number three for me is uh the Kyrie threes oh uh, yeah this yeah is a, this is a shoe that i actually uh have worn um i for you know he's a weird weird ass dude but his shoes are he's got some of the best like absolutely basketball shoes out there um, and I really like his, his threes. Do you know that since the Kobe ones are not readily available
1: and they're not like under $400, those are all the, the Kyries have been my go-to
0: basketball shoes. Yeah. 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 Uh, number two for me is the LeBron seven soldier. Okay. Um, yeah. Classic. Now the, the soldiers are like an alternate version of his shoes. It's what you see a lot of like his teammates wearing. Not a lot of his teammates actually wear his signature shoe. I don't know if it's like a thing with him. Like only I've he gets to that, wear yeah, it. Yeah. But a lot of his teammates, especially ones that are like it, with clutch sports, they all wear his sho- his uh, soldiers. And are uh, also I,
1: more affordable for the average person. Yeah, too. I
0: have a pair of soldier nines I, I, uh, that I used to wear when I played. And then number one for me is the black and red Jordan 11s. I think it's the greatest basketball shoe of all time. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, the uh the Space Jam ones, right? Weren't those in Space Jam? Or am I yes, thinking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those were the uh, well, those were the uh white and black ones. Yeah. But yeah. the black and r- the black, black ones red, with yeah. the uh red sole. Oh, fantastic. Beautiful, beautiful Absolutely beautiful All right, Ryan, late on us.
3: What's yeah. your top 5? You're so, a big sneakerhead.
2: Much like uh my affinity for Brown Ales and Oktoberfests. Um, I'm actually not a big shoe guy. Oh, not, boy, uh, if
0: we didn't talk browns today, be, yeah. <laughs> just
2: strike out of a night for me. Yeah. Um, also, I either didn't hear properly or I didn't read properly. This is what I get for missing prep nights, but I just thought it was shoes in general, or not candy. specifically sneakers. So my number five is Crocs. I, <laughs> I knew <laughs> I knew it was going to do something <laughs> like this. <laughs> I, they are hideous. I'm not going to pretend like they look good. That's not what I'm claiming. Have either of you worn Crocs? Yes.
1: I'm it is either. like walking on clouds.
2: Don't care. <laughs> yeah, I could. They are absolutely horrendous shoes.
1: I could also just wear, like, boxers and a blanket a day <laughs> and, and be comfortable.
2: They are extremely comfortable. They're a great house shoe. That's all I'm saying. So are slippers. Exactly. Slippers will be fine, too. My, exactly. I, I get too hot,
0: though. I get sweaty, you know, and then my feet smell. You
1: would like Yeezys because Yeezys are basically sh- – Slipper
0: shoes. Those look cool. But they're also like $400. Let them stick with Crocs. There we
1: go.
2: Number four. (laughs) A lot cheaper. I love Chuck Taylor's. Converse. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I love Chuck's. Those are
1: actually, you know, that's part of
2: sneakers. Yeah, and that is true. And that's probably the closest I'm going to get to this Probably is
1: the most.
0: I mean, it's the OG basketball shoe, right? the most. Popular shoe, I would say, of it all would, time. Yeah, I mean, it could, crosses you, over. You like, can
1: make an argument that that actually is the
0: first. Yeah, like, I mean, it was so a basketball you, shoe, yeah. but I don't know but how they played but, ball, but so I, I know. You know, but if like, if like, if like, if you look at like rock culture, like, oh it, yeah, it's, it's in music, like, like uh skating, Dude, it, it's, everywhere, it's everywhere. All the way into, everywhere. It's all the way into hip hop culture too. Look at yeah. like
1: the the West Coast rappers would always be rocking low top chucks, high top chucks.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Big fan of those. Uh number three, I love my Sperrys. I'm a boat shoe kind of guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Summertime respect. I'm a big sperry yeah, Big sperry fan. That, yeah. Uh number two, I am a big fan of the Nike Metcon. Are you familiar oh, with that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Lo- yeah. I love, yeah. I love yeah. so those are Great one of shoe. those are probably my favorite to work out in that I've that I've personally owned. Isn't that what they're out um, for? They like are, I'm yeah. Like, they're they're you know. up there along with the um So there's a brand reebok has their nano line and the nanos are like associated with crossfit Mm -hmm. uh metcon is the like the nike equivalent essentially of 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 like a crossfit uh or functional fitness it doesn't have to be crossfit but a a fitness Mm -hmm. specific shoe and then my number one would be are you familiar with the brand noble a big fan of noble it's another workout brand
1: show me how they look they
2: are is that the rocks and that is not the rock. Oh, okay. um, you would think that, and that's that's a reasonable assumption with the whole bull. Yeah, um, yeah. That's a... I specifically like their their low the trainers the lows. Okay. Um, they wow. make them in about a million different colorways. They've got really they're they're super simple. So There's really is... these. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So this, yeah. Those are
1: yeah. Sharp, specifically like weightlifting. This
2: is more, this like is more, that. Yeah. this is more, uh, again, more like the functional fitness type what are stuff. The price points on these? Uh, way too damn much. Oh, for, wow. That's and, a lot of money. Yeah. They're, you'll find different, again, special releases in the 150 to 175 range. Oh, so these are like kind of legit. If, okay. I, if you I don't see know. somebody like lifting it, like working out on these, like they're, they're, they were a gift or they're doing pretty well. Um, okay. These are. I don't own these. I have some Metcons that were a gift because the Metcons are probably in the similar range. Yeah, they're 100, about 100, one hundred to one twenty five. I used to sell those all the time at
1: Dick's yeah. when I worked there.
2: Um, I'm a I'm a big fan. So yeah, I that's like that's a cool colorway right there. I love it. Yeah. yeah, they they have a ton of different options as well. Um, you really can't go wrong with these. They've got some cool runners actually. Some of the some of Nobles running shoes are. They've got like the fly knit style that's become really popular as well too. But like they've got all these like. Again, crazy colors and, and different combos and stuff. So that'll probably be something that I try to. I, that, that, that this might be like my next workout shoe. Interesting. So yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not familiar. I had to literally Google every single you can shoe. Put it that, on your Christmas uh, list uh, for there Santa. Go. That's Santa. Please bring me some.
0: Fanny cloth. Um,
2: yeah, I literally had to Google every single shoe that you guys referenced because, uh, <laughs> literally, I'm like, I know, yeah. I knew what some of those were when I saw them, but like, I never in a million years could have picked them out of a lineup.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know um, we had the giant uh, goat argument last week, but. Uh, there is no argument with
2: no, yeah. I was being totally facetious. There's, no, I know. There's there's no way like you. <laughs> no, for what Jordan has done, not just for the game of basketball, it's, but for a basketball apparel and culture. And it's all, hard to
0: find a bad Jordan shoe. I, yeah. I would say probably the worst Jordan shoe was that one where it had like the oh, the, the cliff on the, the eleven. You know what it looked like? It looked like Pride Rock from uh from Lion King. Like it had that that they were awful. That plateau. They literally on the top. looked like.
1: Angular and they like the like, tongue yeah, stuck. Out. I, know exactly, like a yeah, I know exactly. Spaceship. I, I know exactly which one. I know which one you're it's talking It's like four I think they're the 14s they They're notoriously awful, awful and disgusting. Yeah. But anyway,
0: all right. So that's our top five. Uh, appreciate it. That was cool. um One last thing before we get out of here. So Cleveland Scene puts out their best of every year. They just put out their best of 2020. So at the end of every episode, we're going to take a category and uh, we're going to give our thoughts and then uh, who we think should win. Um, who did they leave out, who did they put in that shouldn't be in there, all that stuff. So shout out to the Cleveland scene for doing this. This is a really cool thing that they do every year. And tonight we're going to start out with uh, one of the probably the biggest ones is uh, pizza.
3: Hey! So
0: best pizza place in Cleveland in 2020. Here are your options. Il Rione, Angelo's, Geraci's, Edison's, and Ohio Pie Company. So they stick to four, uh, they stick to five options on every every cat. They don't they don't go above five. I can't say these are bad options. I don't. Think I they're, think
1: they're missing some, but I can't say right. It's but bad. it's hard
0: because you can't have more than five, or they they just right, They don't right. do more than five options. But yeah, I mean you're leaving out places like Citizen Pie, Harlow's, um, the the Citizen Pie Roman Cafe on East Fourth, uh, Pizza Two One Six uh Gentilles uh Vincenzas Vincenzas yeah you're leaving out those places but i will say i thought uh compared to some of the other categories oh, which are a little rough yeah uh you know we're going to we might get into tacos next week yeah. um, but for pizza i think they they did a pretty good job and uh i mean i would
1: argue and i think we agree on this that El Rioni is the best in the city
0: yeah i can't um i've had every single one of these places yeah And Il Rione is the best for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say I don't really have a bad thing to say about any of these places. I I think personally Angelo's is probably the most overrated, but it's still very good. Like it's not bad. Um,
1: I, I think Angelo's is good for what it is. And like, especially the Monday half off deal. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. I wouldn't. That's fantastic. I would never put it in there for the best tasting pizza because I think yep. there's many more. Well, there's that so would many be options. Better, it's yeah. not bad pizza. Yeah, we've had this conversation. I mean, year.
0: Cleveland is such an underrated pizza city. It's very underrated. Oh, absolutely. And I think part of the reason is we don't have a specific style of pizza, and we there are examples in the city of like everybody else's style. That is really good. The only thing is I, I haven't had a place that has a really good deep dish. Like it's you Chicago anyways, dish. Like Chicago deep dish. I, I d- Angelos does a deep dish, but I wouldn't consider it a what Chicago would deep you, dish.
1: Would you say that there's a good Detroit style, like the Sicilian Detroit Detroit style, the squares?
0: That's specific to Cleveland?
1: Yeah, because even like Gentilly's, which I love. I would argue Gentilly's is probably my top three. It's, like, the it's sauce and the toppings isn't,
0: like, Detroit style. No. no, and and this isn't a Cleveland pizza chain, but mm-hmm. Jets is the best Detroit yeah, pizza in yeah. the city. Yeah, right, right. Which tells you that there really isn't.
1: There really isn't an option. Um, Although I did hear that Vincenzo's has...
0: Vincenzo's will make you, essentially, They can any do style. that, yeah. yeah. I yeah. wish I haven't tried that yet. And yeah. uh, that new uh, Roman... Oh, um, we still haven't. Oh, cafe on East we on East go Fourth. There. We uh, go I, I believe I don't know if they do they don't do Detroit style Sicilian. It's Roman style, right? But it's Roman, but I think they might they might have like a Sicilian option. Mm-hmm. But it's not like Detroit. Like when you say like, the, when you say Detroit Sicilian, that's not real Sicilian. No, right. That's what I mean. But that's but what it's, they call it. it's the it. same yeah. vein. Because I used similar. to
1: think that was actually Sicilian, but then I saw right. a pizza the pizza show or whatever yeah. and he went to Sicily and I was like, Oh yeah, that's nothing like what they do. Right. <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah. yeah, that's actually a good question because I don't think there is one. I would 100% love to see Harlow's on there. And I think they've yeah. been on there in the past. But Yeah, Harlow's remember, is
0: great. But um, Harlow's, Citizen Pie, mm-hmm. Pizza 216. Oh, I always forget um,
1: 216,
0: yeah. Gentilly's. Yeah. But Gentilly's is more of a bakery and deli than it yeah. is a pizza place. Although their pizza is fantastic. I just think the pizza holds up. So. Yeah. I mean, of course, I mean, their best pizza doesn't have cheese on it in you're lactose intolerant. Right. So it's my boy. But it, but it is just – it's yeah. out of this world. yeah um it's it's hard it's funny to say that there's a pizza out there that's so good it doesn't need cheese yeah but that's exactly what that is yeah it's almost like focaccia bread or whatever yeah. it's called yeah yeah it's a red yeah. focaccia pizza yeah it's a focaccia yeah. dough and they just put crushed tomatoes garlic so and uh so you know herbs and spices on top of it but um yeah i would say for me it's Il Rioni. I, know, yeah, I, I don't think I, you've I, been I there yet. I agree with you. I know you're partial Ohio Pie.
2: I was going to say I've only <laughs> been to on this on this list at least. I've only been to Ohio Pie
0: and Angelo's. Yeah. So I, and I like we got to get your pizza game up, man. Dude, yeah, we got we to do a man. I I would love well, to they're, try. They're th- who knows when they're going to open back? I mean, you can get it to. I mean, you can get it to go. Well, yeah. I, but one of the, one of these days, we just go pick pick up a couple pies there, and we just got to do that. Yeah. yeah. They're expanding, by the way. Like another, I saw pictures that they're expanding. Oh. I, I don't what know what part of town do you know? I, know? I don't know. I don't know. I think they like bought the building next to them. Oh, they're gonna make it bigger. They need to do that. Yeah,
1: they understand. you to do that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so we'll be doing this uh, for probably until the voting. We should get done. them on the podcast.
0: What up? Il Rione? Yeah, yeah they, be could, they could bring a couple pies
1: in. Oh
3: man.
0: That'd
1: be awesome. We will we'll be doing like this little segment yeah. where we review
0: a segment of the
3: best every week, of Cleveland every, week, every until, week
1: until they vote, basically
0: until, they, until the votes are cast on December second. Okay. So I
1: can't wait till we do best place to do a kid's birthday. Like that's gonna get I'm just kidding. there's literally so many. We had we are gonna have to cut some off, and we're not gonna be. It was doing I mean it was yeah it was, yeah, it birthday, was
0: either so. we do one category a week or we just take an episode and Did knock out as many categories which we've done, as we <laughs> done in the past. And I kind of don't want
1: to do that again. I like yeah. doing once a week. Like I said,
0: they have they have some yeah. pretty out there categories like you said best place to have a kids birthday. Oh yeah. Which I guess is informational e. which cheese. Well, I mean, baby. I guess I guess is informational if you're a young family has young kids that are looking yeah. for a place to you yeah. know that's oh, not yeah. that's not chucky e. cheese or dave and busters right. or <laughs> you know like a cleveland right. place. I thought one of the best ones and we'll definitely do it is uh um uh, best uh free like event. Like, yeah oh yeah that's free that's in the city. just free yeah so we're, we're definitely going to do that one but uh we'll save uh the rest of those for a different week we'll do one next week maybe we'll do some tacos next week oh jump right yeah. in i got to do pizza this week maybe jordan will do tacos do tacos yeah you'll see. We'll see maybe ryan will get to pick kids birthdays yeah <laughs> <laughs> It'll be perfect but, uh, but yeah so that's i mean that's pretty much going to do it for us this week uh, we will be back Sunday evening with the Deerfield Gridiron Browns postgame show after hopefully the Browns take care of the Bengals and get back on track. And uh, hopefully next Tuesday uh, we'll have Jimmy back, so and he'll he'll be able to tell us where he's been and what he's been up to. So um, that's going to do it for us. So uh, follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. You can check out our website, lotlpodcast.com. Uh, where you can see all of our embedded links to all of our episodes, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys next week. So, for Ryan and Jordan and uh, Jimmy, who's on assignment, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, and we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. See ya.